coming down Poinsettia chapter 12. The girl with the crazy brother. I hold ass down Poinsettia like no street before it. Though never having been down it, and though visibility was shit, I nearly outran myself, falling over backwards. As I cleared the cleaners to my left, I noticed an immediate service road behind the plaza. It looked like it ran all the way down over to Alta Vista. Holy shit. Looking ahead, there wasn't anything but an empty lot to my right, but I did a quick hiccup stop in front of the uh, glass-doored entrance of a fairly new gray building on my left. It was nice, like something she might live in, but out loud I actually muttered no fucking way. First fucking building, my luck, not a chance. Laughed before taking off down the street. Excited as I was to see Michelle, that short-ass fucking wind sprint was the most profound I had ever made in my fucking life. I had never felt intimacy like this, ever. Even the street, it was a hidden secret, you know? Right there fucking next to Alta Vista this whole time, and I didn't even realize it. For a month, I'd been pissing and moaning, and my heart had just been fucking ripped apart. For no fucking reason, she was one street over. Poinsettia wasn't wide open like Alta Vista. It was... street was small. Old elms and sycamores. Big branch trees with lots of leaves. I heard them blowing in the fucking Santa Ana winds as I sprinted towards Michelle. God only knows where. Each little passing building, I'd look, eh, nothing. I'd clear the building, look, nothing. Shit. Furthermore, every full-length stride down that dark-ass street was a potential bust-my-ass moment. I mean, that was a dark fucking street. There weren't, like, street lamps and shit. There was dimly or shitly or kind of nicely lit entrances scattered all up and fucking down it. Cars lined the street. Every shadow could have been a homeless guy, for all I knew. There's a house. There's a house or two on Poinsettia, a smack dab in the middle of all the apartment buildings. A couple of little houses with yards. No shit. Huh. Actually slowed my run just to take a look at them. They're nice fucking little houses. That's nice. I like reminded me of Oklahoma, kind of. <laughs> well, Michelle didn't say anything about living in a house, so I looked further down. Now yeah, there were still several buildings to go. I looked back over my shoulder. All I saw was traffic way up on Sunset. No Michelle. Shit. I burst into full wind sprint towards the burning colonial lamps gracing the front of at least two more buildings further down. By the time I reached those lamps, which sat atop low walls, well, I realized that I just about covered the full length of Poinsettia. Stood there in my t-shirt and jeans, my hands in my pocket, watching cars pass me on fountain. <laughs> and it was about that time I realized, fucking kidding me, finally dawned on me there's two sides to a street. You fucking moron, I growled at myself as I bolted between two cars. For the first time I could remember, I laughed at myself. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. As soon as I crossed over and looked up Poinsettia towards the distant boulevard I'd just come, I could see her. She's a long ways off, but I could tell that was her. That beautiful auburn hair was blowing in the Santa Ana winds. Hey, 
I screamed at the top of my lungs by taking off on a full wind sprint. <laughs> she didn't see me until I crossed the first lit entrance. Second she did, I saw her throw her head back and clasp her hands in the air as if to be laughing. <laughs> I was laughing too. I cleared those driveways with lightning speed. She just stood there like a woman in the glow of that front entrance, an older building. God, she was fucking beautiful. Second I got within reach of her, I just grabbed her and bared my face and her neck and pulled her off the ground. She was mine. I was winded. I was a huffing and puffing. She was laughing. <laughs> she blinked her eyes and we pulled apart. She looked at me. Take a breath and kiss me. I'm okay, I said, smiling ear to ear before throwing one arm around her shoulder and the other hand around her butt. <laughs> and we kissed right there in front of that. We kissed right there in front of her building. I couldn't believe it was happening, but I knew what I was prepared to throw away. My newlywed um, bride, sham or not, is just, boy, right up the end of the street here in an Indian restaurant. That's the Rave Review around town, having dinner with my new in-laws, and um, I'm down here making out with another woman I'm in love with. Hey, isn't this great? And there's a fucking service road. And I'm being literal. There was a service road that ran from my wife's street over to my mistress's street behind the plaza. Yeah, right between Alta Vista and Poinsett. Shit, I'd been living here for months. I didn't even know it was there because the fucking gates were always closed. Well, they were open now, and as long as they were, I was going to use that fucker. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, Michelle said, taking my hands in hers. Come upstairs real quick and look at my apartment. Oh, Michelle, I want to. I really do, I said. Looking back up towards sunset, but I better not. You know, being them are probably wondering where the fuck I am right now. That's okay, she said, taking my hands in hers. Our eyes locked again, just like they had at Rosemary's. Radiant is the right word to use. Radiant. Let's come inside real quick, she asked, taking my hands in hers. The building was older. Everything was older. The The hallways were older. The doors were older, like from the 60s, I think. I didn't mind. We passed through three long hallways before finally coming to her door at the very end. She unlocked it, and we went inside. Immediately to my right was a large wooden entertainment center with stereo books and TV. I watched Michelle step in between the closet next to the front door and the uh, entertainment center into the living room. Her... Those sweats, um, yeah, they complimented that butt of hers. Very nice. Shit. She didn't have any makeup on, but she didn't need it. Beautiful dark eyebrows and her hazel eyes and her tanned skin, that dimpled smile. And it's a miracle. I noticed the fucking love seat and couch. Yeah. Black love seat and couch. Big poofy one with the big black pillows with violets and shit on them. It was gorgeous. White stone coffee table cornered up next to the sofa love. You know, had the glass top on it. It was nice. The place smelled good. The potpourri and 
I mean, it was an older building, but she didn't go cheap on the shit she bought. Except for the fucking dining room table. She had a matching shitty, cheap-ass, wicker, glass-top, fucked-up dining room table. It's like B. Shit, it must have been on sale like Garen fucking Tia Rosemary give them out as Christmas gifts. This place is cozy, Michelle. I like it. I complimented. Unexpectedly, she grabbed my arm and turned me to face her. My name's not Michelle, Brett. Huh? I asked a little bit puzzled. The smile on her face was a little professing. My name is Summer. Michelle? I asked. Confused. That's the name Rosemary gets, she proclaimed. That's the name Beatry gets, okay? Brick gets Summer. <laughs> really? I asked, big smile on my face. That's the way I want it. Okay. Hi, Summer, I said, taking her in my arms for kissing her. Hi, Brit. She smiled back. I hauled ass back up to the restaurant. I've been away for almost 15 fucking minutes, and I knew B was probably freaking the hell out. Summer had asked me to come back over after dinner. I told her I'd try. Unfortunately, you know, B was pissed about my absence like fucking mad mad. I probably wouldn't be going anywhere. Yeah. I was just so thankful that I knew where she lived now, and it was right next door, and I loved the name Summer. It was beautiful. <sighs> Shit, by the time I turned the corner... I could see everybody was already gone. Really? That fucking quick? I immediately ran over to Alta Vista and looked down, just in time to see B with her mom and dad and her sister walking up the steps of Alta Vista. Hey! I hollered out before taking off running again. <laughs> they got my food to go, and I guess um, well, B's beautiful mom wasn't feeling too good. She was going to lay down and get some sleep. They were going to be leaving the very next day to go back to Denmark. That's right. And By the way, for the record, B's mom, beautiful woman, tall, slender. She could have been like the fifth member of ABBA. Yeah. Anyway, um, she wasn't feeling good, So, but they got my dinner, and I took a bit of an ass chewing from B. I... I convinced everybody I was outside helping a diner push start his fucking car, and we ended up all the way down on Fountain. Yeah, they bought it completely. Blue ribbon on the spot bullshitting. I was really good at it back then. It was about 10.30 at night. I was standing there at the kitchen bar at Alta Vista. You know, my bee's family was packing and getting ready for the big journey the next day. Sitting there eating my dinner, all I could think about was, yeah, summer. How the fuck could you get out of the house just for the night, you know? I mean, Summer told me she was she wasn't going to be working that night. I didn't ask her if she was going to be working. She just told me she wasn't working. She'd be in all evening. If I wanted to come back over to come back over after dinner, fuck yes. I was, I was going crazy to see her. My stomach. It was, look, the Indian food was pungent enough. First time in love and the first time having fucking curry. Yeah, my stomach was a wreck. When I was about ready to jump off the fucking balcony, though, fate, I'm telling you, once again, lay its cards on the table. That fucking phone rang. Hi, Stan. Rosemary screamed through the phone. Hey, Rosemary, I replied with a little less enthusiasm. What's up? I need to speak with B, hon. 
set the receiver down in the kitchen bar next to my Indian food, hollered out for B. I went to the bathroom while she took the call. Oh, Jenny was in there taking a shower, but she didn't give a damn. Hey, Jen. Hey. Never intimate with Jenny, but I had to learn really fast. In Hollywood, when you're roommates, you see each other naked. You might sleep in the same bed. You'll probably shower together a time or two. That's it. Okay? There's no secrets in roommate world. I stood there peeing. <laughs> Going to be happy to get your bedroom back tomorrow, Jenny. Don't even talk to me about that, little naked ass said in that little see-through shower curtain. Yeah, I was 19. She was naked. That was enough. I walked back in the living room. Harvey, Kim, and I were all sitting there watching TV on the uh, sofa. And, well, B walked in. A real nice white blouse all of a sudden had her hair up. I so sorry, Eddie, but I have appointment. Oh, no, really, I said, standing up from the sofa and walking over towards her. Really? Tonight? Yeah, baby, she said, kissing me on the mouth. Oh, wait a minute, I half-assed contested. How long are you going to be gone? I'd probably be very, very late. I come home. You go to bed. I see morning. Oh, hell, I profess. You going to be back in time to take your folks there? Yeah, I'd be back, baby. You'll be careful, baby. Okay, I will. Upon saying that, be turned back down, trotted down towards the master bedroom, I guess, to put on the rest of her outfit. Matter of fact, she come back out just moments later and... Black stockings covering them long-ass legs of hers and a short black skirt and stiletto heels. That white top blouse. Gee, you know, I didn't know very much at the age of 19 being from Oklahoma, but it was peculiar that I was able to pick up on the fact that my new wife might be a dominatrix. God knows I didn't know shit at the age of 19, but I was learning quick. I just somehow instinctively knew not to ask what kind of appointment she was going to late at night that was going to keep her out all fucking night. What am I, her husband? Yeah, it's none of my fucking business. I was so happy. It was still relatively early. It wasn't even 11 o'clock yet. Shit, I went ahead and I cracked a beer real quick after B left. I hung around just for a second or two, you know, just to look inconspicuous. It was about that time B's sister Kim piped up. Oh, hey, Brit, uh, you have message on, on the phone, she said, pointing to the notepad next to the phone book. Thanks, Kim, I said, reaching over next to the sink and grabbing it. I was shocked. It was a message from my agency. Yeah, Michelle had called. Another Michelle. Shit. I'd put fillers out to my agent. Yeah, just a day or two prior. Michelle, I, at Central, I wanted to see if I could get back to work, and after all, I was living in West Hollywood, and I had nothing but fucking time on my hands. I might as well start working again, yeah. yeah I was going to call Susan Strasberg, too, Yeah, see if she'd let me back into class. The message from Michelle was, oh, fucking A. It was a job offer. Girl with the crazy brothers and after. After school, Kim's writing. She didn't have to write every fucking thing down, but she wrote every fucking thing down. <laughs> Including Michelle's number. Yeah, so, so many Michelles, so little time. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. I said, ripping the page off the notepad, stuffing it in my pocket, taking a swig of beer. Yeah. The first time in my life, I just felt like things were finally real in my life. They were real. It was 
It's worth living for to me. I couldn't even tell you where the fuck I was going. I just knew I was... Well, it felt like I was standing on solid ground. I him haunt around the apartment just for a little bit. Harvey already retired to the uh, guest bedroom with the wife in tow, and you know, Jenny was in me and B's room sleeping. Kim was going to sleep on the sofa that night, so I sat with her for a couple of minutes, finished my beer, and Kim, I'm going to go out for a little walk, I said, standing up and stretching. Oh. Okay, said watching her show. So I grabbed my keys and I set the fuck out in quick pace. <laughs> I didn't run, but I wanted to. Once outside, once outside, I walked swiftly towards sunset. Yeah, but as I got closer, I remembered the you know service road behind the plaza, and yeah, gates as far as I could tell were open. So it was ominous and dark, but I didn't give a fuck. It was a shortcut. I hauled ass through it. A couple of guys taking garbage out, and I walked through. They didn't give me any mind. I loved it. That service road let right out on Summer Street. And just right up across from Summer's building on beautiful Poinsettia. I loved the street already. Next to the front entrance was an older model control panel for the apartment intercom. I buzzed her apartment. Hello? Hey, it's me, I said, smiling. Hey! She yelled, come up. The buzzer went off in the old wooden door, and I went in. She was standing in her doorway as I entered the third and final hall. We kissed and entered the apartment. Let me have your jacket, she demanded after locking the door. I pulled off my jean jacket and handed it to her. She hung it from a coat tree next to the little freshwater fish tank sitting against the flat wall on the other side of the kitchen. You want a beer? She asked. Uh, yeah, if that's okay, I said. Yeah. She walked to the kitchen. I watched her. She was in the cargo shorts again. Yeah, not the sweats anymore. Didn't matter. It asked Anyway, I sat down on the uh, sofa and started pilfering through you know, the magazines on the coffee table. What else do you do? So does B know you're over here? I heard her say from the other room. No way, I said reassuringly. She turned the corner with the beer in her hand and walked over and set it beside me on the couch. She doesn't even know I you live over here. She shouldn't know I live here, Britt, okay? God. I looked at the beer back at her. Okay, Summer, I'm, I'd like that to be a secret, too. On saying that, she reached over and touched my hand. How'd you get away? Oh, um, I said, putting my other hand on my face. Uh, Rosemary called. Sent her out on a call, like an all-nighter. Really? Michelle winced and smiled at the same time. On the last night, her mom and dad are here? Summer asked a little shocked. Yeah, I said. Yeah, you knew about that? Yeah, Rosemary told me. Aren't you going to have a beer? I asked kind of sheepishly. Uh-uh, she remarked, her eyes never leaving mine. I don't drink. Oh. Oh, you don't? I said, raising my eyes, a little amazed. Shook her head and smiled, placing her hand over mine. Well, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of anticipating you might come back over. So when you were at dinner, I went to the store and bought some. You did? I asked, looking down 
and then back up at her. Yeah, I just went up to Ralph's. <laughs> I laughed. You didn't have to do that. I wanted to do that. She shot back. Thank you, Summer. You don't have to thank me, Brett. She said, placing both her hands on my face. On that, I slid my hand right up underneath that long, stringy auburn hair of hers. She pushed her dimpled face into the palm of my hand. Grabbed her face from my other hand. Hey, thanks anyway. Ah, just like Rosemary's, everything we fucking felt was just blind. Uninhibited this time. The kissing was heavy. She straddled me on the sofa. My hands found their way down her cargo shorts and up the back of her shirt. And did the bra. She in turn purled my t-shirt over my shoulders. I kicked my boots off right by the coffee table. Now, this is like all in one or two motions. It really was. I slid my hands, both of them, right back down those cargo shorts. Oh, my God. Bedroom, she moaned. I jerked my hands out of the pants and slid one under her butt, threw my hand under her back, and picked her right up off that fucking sofa, and I carried her there. I appreciated the help. Her legs wrapped tight around my waist. It wasn't a rough moment. It wasn't a tender moment. It was just a real moment. It was so adult. I carried her to the bedroom. She insisted I put her down, and we both stood just facing one another, taking her own clothes off just as quick as we fucking could. We couldn't get her clothes off fast enough. Yeah, it, somehow she got her shit off quicker than me, and she was butt-ass naked, went over, the bed was already made, she immediately pulled the covers right off, and yeah, oh, that was another first for me. No blankets. In the dark, but it was still no blankets. It was awesome. Okay. We both emerged naked from the bedroom. God, it was like after one in the morning. I watched her as we walked through the small catty corner hallway that, you know, led from the bedroom, hanging left to the bathroom or right to the living room and storage space straight ahead. Anyway, um, yeah, it's amazing I noticed that being that, oh my God, Summer was 22 years old, ravishingly beautiful. I mean, she was 100% woman to me. Um, I spotted the beer. Hey, she had opened for me earlier on the coffee table in the living room, and, well, I picked that up and quickly chugged it. After grabbing herself a soda and me another beer, we <laughs> both curled up naked under an afghan on the sofa. We faced one another from each end of the couch, our legs intertwined. Stay the night with me, Summer purred. I looked up at the clock on the wall over the, um... TV. I want to. I, I just, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to get in trouble with B. You know, I'm afraid I'll piss her off. And if you guys aren't together, what does she care? Summer complained. That was the first time I ever saw Summer frustrated, I think. Well, she probably doesn't, Summer. I, I said taking a swig, but I, mean, I just don't want her to piss her off. And um, if I could say anything more, she shifted on the sofa, lying more prone, placing the back of her thighs over the top of mine. Why 
would she be mad? Summer asked. The voice sounded mildly aggravated, but that was a great question. Why would B? B could be real hot-headed when I didn't comply with, you know, what she needed from me. She acts like she fucking owns me sometimes, I replied, feeling a little sorry for myself, but running my left hand over the top of her legs. I'm just afraid if she gets mad, she's going to tell Rosemary. Suddenly, Summer raised her head up from the pillow. We gotta be real careful about that bread. I know, I said, taking a swig from the beer on the coffee table and then scooting myself closer to her. Where's the call? Summer asked. I had to think for a second what she was talking about. Oh, the call that B got? Yeah, I said quietly. I ran one of my hands between her breasts and then out over the top of them in a caressing way. I don't know, I said. She just said she'd be out pretty much till morning. I felt her legs come up underneath my arms. She pulled her feet out, then slid them over my shoulders. So stay with me tonight, she whispered. Yeah, I didn't have to answer. There was only one answer. What? No. going to wrap it up for Bombing Down Poinsettias Week, Chapter 12, The Girl with the Crazy Brother. Make sure you join us next week for Bombing Down Poinsettia, Chapter 13, Lunch with Diane. Same time, same place, 8 p.m. right here on Stand the Joke Man Show, which will be back, of course, on Friday. I knew. Tell me, bye, can deals with me, amigos.